am Sherry Youngward. Welcome to the Quiet Place podcast. This is a place for you to come up for air anytime, day or night, and find a quiet moment of replenishment and rest. I am so glad you are here. If you would like to hear about upcoming gatherings, new music, and women's events, I have those once a month, please join my email list. Also, if you'd like to help support this podcast, first of all, thank you. Every little bit helps. You can do all these things at sherryyoungward.com. Thanks so much. This episode is dedicated to Christina N. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. To aid means to run on hearing a cry, to give assistance, help, aid. To run on hearing a cry reminded me how Jesus moved with compassion. So I brought thoughts from an earlier project over here to the podcast. The song I will sing today is Broken Vessels. I think this is the third appearance it's made at the Quiet Place podcast. I watched an interview with one of the writers of the song. He talked about his inspiration for the chorus, which follows familiar words from Amazing Grace. I once was lost, but now I am found was blind, but now I see. In response, he wrote, I can see you now. I can see the love in your eyes. I love singing those words. I can see you now. I can see the love in your eyes. In the following verses, I see the love in his eyes, and I trust you will too. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, John the Baptist, who was Jesus' cousin, had been murdered. He was beheaded at the king's party, and his head was brought out on a platter, so heartless and brutal. Also in chapter 6, the apostles had just returned from a time of ministry, starting in verse 30. Then the apostles gathered to Jesus, and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said to them, Come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. But the multitudes saw them departing, and many knew him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep, not having a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. The words moved with compassion draw me in every time. I can see the love in his eyes. Years ago, I pulled up to a red light and looked over and saw a woman 
weeping in her car next to me. She was crying so hard. Everything in me wanted to do something, to help somehow. But the light turned green. She drove straight and I turned left. I never saw her again. Still, I never forgot her tears. I was moved with compassion for her, a complete stranger. His compassion moves to us and through us. Not all versions of this verse include the words moved with. Some versions say Jesus had compassion. But upon looking up definitions and cross-references, you see moved with is built in the word compassion. Here are some places it's used. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan. Starting in verse 30, Jesus spoke of a man attacked by robbers. They stripped him and beat him and left him half dead. Jesus goes on to tell of a priest and then a Levite who went to the other side of the road, ignoring the man. Luke chapter 10, verses 33 and 34. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. He saw him, he had compassion, and so he went to him and bandaged his wounds. The Samaritan literally moved with compassion. This kind of compassion doesn't just feel sorry. This kind of compassion moves right toward the trouble, the suffering, the pain, the person, the crowd. A good friend shared with me we can speak Good Samaritan words, words of life. Good Samaritan words can travel by phone or mail. They can heal and help while sitting across the table from each other. I've been on the receiving end of her Good Samaritan words again and again. The compassion of Jesus moves to us and moves through us. Here's another example in Luke chapter 15, the story of the lost son, the prodigal. This is the story of a father's youngest son who left his family, took his whole inheritance early, then blew it all in reckless living. He hit bottom, hard, lost everything. Then he came to his senses and decided to head home feeling he wasn't even worthy to be called his father's son anymore. Luke chapter 15, verse 20. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. His father saw him and was filled with compassion and ran.
the father literally moved with compassion. The compassion of Jesus is motivated by love always. The compassion of Jesus moves to us and through us. This compassion might move you to another country or city. It might move you to call someone or text or pray for someone you love, someone you miss, or pray for a stranger crying in the car next to you. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus was moved with compassion because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. So he taught them many things. The Gospel of Mark doesn't record what Jesus taught that day. The lesson here is who Jesus is. It's safe to say Jesus was busy, tired, hungry, and grieving. Still, his compassion and strength were unwavering. Nothing ever stops Jesus from being Jesus. Not then and not now. No evil is stronger than he is. No chaos stops his laser focus. Do you ever think your troubles are too small to bother him? Or you don't want to ask for help again, for the same thing again? That would be me. Those ongoing issues, they ebb and flow, but never really go away. Whether health or people or finances or future or past, Sometimes I treat God like he is human-sized. But then verses like this give a view into his God-sized compassion and God-sized strength. It's seeing the love in his eyes right now. It's peace that settles us inwardly, even when nothing changes outwardly. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. His compassion moves to us and through us. Oh, I once was lost. 